Years ago, in our home group in Bath Eastern, there was a recurring pattern. We would read the Bible passage and, to try and deepen our understanding, I would try to pose gently provocative questions. So often these seem to be greeted with rather standard answers. Out of the corner of my eye, I would be aware of the a bemused expression, and then, with furrowed brow and plucking up courage, Heather would speak. But I don't get that. Heather brought us such blessing, for then, and only then, would our learning together really begin. John records in his account of Jesus' life the words Jesus spoke to his disciples shortly before his death. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I'm going. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Thomas had broken in to pose the question that was unspoken on everyone's lips and, as a result of his honesty, all were blessed in that room and we too down the ages. We meet Thomas again not many days later. Jesus was dead, executed on a Roman cross. If lifeless corpse had been placed and sealed in tomb, but that momentous first Sunday, that very tomb was empty. He had risen. And then, having appeared to Mary, he appeared to the disciples. Then we learn, one of the twelve disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came. They told him, we have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it until I see the nail wounds in his hands, put my fingers into them and place my hand into the wound in his side. Thomas is being true to form. A full week later, we take up the story again. The disciples were together again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked. But suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he said. And he said to Thomas, put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. There is a poem by Malcolm Geat. We do not know. How can we know the way? Courageous master of the awkward question. You spoke the words that others dared not say and cut through their evasion and abstraction. O oh, doubting Thomas, father of my faith, you put your finger on the nub of things, 
We cannot love some disembodied wraith, but flesh and blood must be our king of kings. Your teaching is to touch, embrace, anoint, feel after him and find him in the flesh. Because he loved your awkward counterpoint, the word has heard and granted you your wish. Oh, place my hands with yours. Help me divine the wounded God whose wounds are healing mine. Sometimes it seems to me that the identification doubting Thomas is applied with a rather negative sense. But I'm so grateful that Jesus chose to include, include such a man among his disciples and that John was led to include these events in his account. A well-known hymn follows the following pattern. Each verse starts with, I cannot tell, and then proceeds to list things that would have brought furrows to Heather's brow and still do to mine. But then in each verse declares, but this I know. There is so much about Jesus that we cannot tell. But thanks to Tom, doubting Thomas, this we know, that Jesus, he is the one the truth and the life. He is indeed our Lord and our God.